Thank you, Jesus. Good evening, everyone. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Great. Happy New Year, everyone. If I haven't seen you this year or spoken to you, it's a happy new year. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Let me hear everyone. Please unmute. Everyone, let's just say happy new year. Open book. Happy new year. Happy new year. Happy new year, Mama. Happy new year, Mama. You're looking beautiful. Thank you. Good to see you, man. Great. Good to see you. How do you see everyone? Let me see. How do you do that? How do you be? I want to see if I can see, see other people. I see who else is looking good. <laughs> I'm sure I'm, Sister Barbara saw me yesterday and said, oh, Sister G, you look so fresh. You look so fresh. I said, yes, that's just yes, some. Yes, looking I, I was, over fresh. <laughs> I was looking over stressed. Over fresh. Over fresh. fresh. <laughs> 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 that's what um, a bit of extra hours of sleep can do. Extra pounds of flesh. Not fasting, fasting, fasting every day. <laughs> Hallelujah. Awesome. So how is everyone doing? I hope we're all doing well. God is so good. Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this beautiful opportunity. This is our first meeting for the year 2023. Whew. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. There were many things the enemy planned for 2022. But Lord, by your mercy, by the power of your right hand, by the power of your outstretched arm, oh God, you caused us to triumph. You caused us to leap over the walls. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we say thank you. Thank you that we are here tonight. Thank you that we're here to hear you. Thank you that we're here to fellowship with you and to fellowship with one another, oh God. Thank you that we have been blessed to hear the voice of your mouth. The things that will come out of your mouth, we are the people privileged to hear this joyful sound. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Glory to you. So welcome back, everyone, those who have resumed work. I'm sure almost everyone has resumed work. Traffic is back. Today's traffic was terrible. Usually I don't go out on Tuesdays, but today I went out. Um, there was an emergency meeting somewhere and spent like two and a half hours just to move from my house to the island early in the morning. It was so bad. 
So work is back and I trust that everyone has gone back to work um, refreshed, gone back to work with um, purposes clearly defined and um, strengthened also prepared to face the season. Praise God. Hallelujah. Um, there are just a few people here. I want us to quickly, quickly, quickly run around and see who is not here and say, hey, 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 please join us online. We've started. Uh, we've started. We've started. In one, two minutes. One minute, not two minutes. One minute. Can we quickly do that? Anyone you want to see on this um, broadcast, this program? Call them up. Send a message, a WhatsApp an iMessage, whatever. Let's know that we're online now. We're ready. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, for the grace that you have given us. We could never repay it. But from our hearts, I'd like to say that we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to be grateful this evening and thank the Lord. I want you to thank him for his mercy. I want you to thank him for his steadfast love. I want you to thank him for his tender mercies. Father, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. I want you to thank Jesus for being the sacrificial lamb. Hallelujah. The lamb of God that was slain from the foundations of the world. I want you to thank him for offering himself up as that sacrifice. My husband has been watching um, these um, TV series on Jesus almost every day for the past two weeks or so. And um, almost every day watching that scene of Jesus being led to the slaughter, crucified on the cross. Um, <laughs> I don't know where you and I would have been if not for God and Jesus. I don't know where we would have been if not that our sins have been forgiven us. Hallelujah. We stand justified, acquitted, free from every accusation, every form of condemnation. You and I have access to the presence of the Father. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Father, we say thank you again and again and again and again and again. We say thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We say thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. All right. Okay. So, um, I want to read um, a scripture, and then we would just go right, not go right. We would interact. I want this meeting to be a bit interactive, but I want to read one scripture, and I believe that this is the scripture. This is actually what God is instructing his people all over the world, not just in this community, but all over the world um, in this season. Hallelujah. Habakkuk chapter 2, 
Habakkuk chapter 2 from verse 1 says, I will stand my watch and set myself on the ramparts and watch to see what he will say to me. I will stand my watch and set myself on the ramparts and watch to see what he will say to me and what I will answer when I am corrected. Praise the Lord. Stand upon my watch and set me upon the tower. I will watch to see what he will say to me and what I shall answer when I am reproved. And the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain upon tablets that he may run that readeth it. Vision is yet for an appointed time, but at the end it shall speak and not lie. It says, though it tarry, wait for it, because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Hallelujah. Behold, his soul, which is lifted up, is not upright in him, but the just shall live by faith. Glory to God. So this is a season for the watchman. This is a watchman season. This is a season for all watchmen, for all watchmen. And um, I know that many of you are already fasting, um, um, you know, because, you know, people, thank God for the internet. So people have local churches, online churches, local fellowships, online fellowships, you know, depending on where you're feeding from, but a lot of people are already fasting. You know, we fasted ourselves silly last year. We fasted and fasted right up to, um, right up to the immersion. And after the immersion, we still fasted a bit. Um, those who fasted into the new year, so we just thought that, okay, we should just eat some small flesh, you know, and before we resume. So we're going to resume fasting. We're not as fast as other people. Um, but of course, you know that God is saying different things to everyone at the same time, even though he's saying the same thing, um, quite frankly. But, you know, bottom line of what I'm saying is that this is a time for a season no, I'm just. I'm not talking about January. I'm not talking about January at all. I'm talking about the season we have entered into. The timings of God that we are in right now is a season where every watchman must be fully awake and fully attentive to what the Lord is saying. Hallelujah. And when you go to a program like this or attend a meeting like this, what your heart should be tuned to is to hear what the Lord is saying, what the Lord will say to you as an individual and what the Lord is saying to the corporate community. You need to take note of those things. They are very important. They determine how far we go in the future and in the days ahead. So, but today we're going to just do a recap, a recap of, um, a recap of, you know, the, the things that the Lord um, taught us last year some of the things that we learned last year um, and one or two messages um, 
are coming to my mind right now as I speak. And uh, one of the messages I would like us to do a recap on is the series of teachings on this deception. Deception, deception. So I would like one or two people to um, offer of your memory, okay, because you truly learned the deception series, yes. We did quite a series on deception. So I'd like one or two people just indicate by the raising of your hands and give us what you remember from the teachings on deception. Praise the Lord. So anyone quickly, my husband would always say quickly, quickly, if I call you, please respond immediately, don't waste time. Deception. We did a series of teachings on deception. Deception, we had like six or seven series. I don't know, Francis, if you can check. Six or seven series on deception. Um, who remembers, who can share something that you took out of those series of meetings? There must be someone. What? Very, very exhaustive teachings on deception. Deception of the last days, deception of the Antichrist, deception of this world, deception of money, deception of riches. So anyone? Good evening, everyone. Hey, how did I know it was gonna come from here? I was so sure. Good evening. How are you? I'm good. Have we spoken this year? No, I don't think so. So I have not heard this beautiful voice this 2023. I'm not sure. It my oh. daily speaking. I know. <laughs> okay, so you want to tell us what you learned? Yes. So what I learned is Deception has an element of truth from Matthew 24. Mm. Okay. And yeah, that's it. That's it. So deception has an element of truth. If deception were all lies, then it wouldn't be deception anyway. Now, the reason why people are deceived is because there are certain truths they heard or they saw in that package and um, kind of like God carried away with the truth, the element of truth they heard and swallowed everything else. Okay, so who else? Anyone else? Um, anyone else? Deception. Yeah? No one else. I'll count 10, one, two, three, four, five. Just something small. Sorry? I can add something, but it's something small. Just that. Um... Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Anything I want to hear. 
just that teachers, um, the teachers of law are meant to teach, or someone else, um, I believe that's a married lady. <laughs> but um, teachers of the of the New Testament, um, our pastors, prophets are meant to help us establish the difference between the profane um, or the unholy and the holy. So yeah, we're meant to learn that um, as New Testament Christians. Fantastic. Now the reason that is core, that is core to the teachings of deception, um, because deception is from one level to another. Okay. Um, and what is core in the life of a believer is ability to differentiate between what is holy and what is not. Um, truth has been mingled with all kinds of things, all kinds of philosophies, all kinds of ideologies, movies, you know, all kinds of things. And um, in swallowing some of those things, we, we fellowship with the spirits behind those things. And the assignments of the assignment, excuse me, please, the assignment of any spirit is to lie. The Bible calls the devil a liar and the father of all lies. So anytime you are facing with any entity, any representative of darkness, just know that there are some lies in there, okay? And the purpose of those lies is to deceive. Now, what do, what are we being deceived from to not quite understand the ways of God, to accept the ways that are easily presentable as good as God. So um, the reason why our eyes would be enlightened or would be opened is so that we can truly, truly tell between what is holy and what is not. Many times we think that what is unholy is fornication and adultery, but it goes beyond these, um, these practices that um, everyone knows is wrong. Otherwise, it wouldn't be deception. You're not deceived when you, when someone said, I mean, when you when you lie, you can't say you don't know lying is bad. Okay, so those things are clear, black and white uh, wrongdoings. Praise the Lord. Okay, I'm seeing uh, Pastor Vic's hands raised. Pastor Victoria, Francis, can you unmute her? She wants to say something about deception. Can we unmute? Unmute uh, Pastor Victoria, Victoria Ziba. Yeah. I tried to unmute before, but it was stuck from your side, but it's unmuted now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I wanted to ask when the young lady, you know, said, I'm just asking for clarification, when she said that deception works that there is an element of truth in deception. And then I'm asking my, my cousins that are here and they are saying that, you know, deception has, a, Chisom, how did you put it? Deception. This, that deception works with greed and greed works with, with your desire. So she's saying that the devil cannot deceive you except when you, there's something inside, there's something you, with something you don't like. 
So I was going to ask for clarification. You know, as a children's teacher, I will just tell the child there is um, an element of part, the part of you know something truth in deception. You know, they will look at me surprised. So please, can you help me bring it down so that I, I can carry it? You know, along with children. Now? Okay. <laughs> There's a left and an element of truth in deception. Now, the reason why deception is called deception in the first place is because it's you are meant to believe a lie. It's when you are told something that makes you believe a lie, okay? So for someone to convince you about a lie, there must be something in what that person is saying that is true, irrespective of the idol that you may have in your heart. Okay, we know that deception, um, and James says that um, um, we, are, we are enticed, we are enticed because of lust that is in us, and then when lust matures, it brings forth sin, okay? But the teachings that we gave at that time is beyond, um, you know, luring you to fall into sin. We, we went into depth, we went into the deceptions of this world, the deception of the Antichrist, the deception in the last days, these are the last days, uh, the uh, uh, cosmic deception, the deception in the air, in the atmosphere, the world we live in, the lie, Bible says the whole world lieth in wickedness, okay? The processes of the day-to-day -day arrangements of, of the world, it's all meant to deceive and sell another type of lifestyle to people rather than the life that God has ordained for them. Praise God. So he wasn't just talking, you know, uh, because, you know, you know, maybe you fell into uh, deception or 419 people fell into de deception or money doublers. Yes, of course, because you wanted your money, you wanted to make money, uh, inherit what you didn't um, harvest, what you didn't plant, as it were, you know, money that didn't, that doesn't belong to you, didn't work for, um, you fall prey to it. Yes. Okay. But the deception we talked about is way beyond that, deeper than that. So um, I'm sure you understand what I'm saying now, Pastor Vic, and you'll be able to um, help your, your students, your young students understand what um, we're saying. Okay, praise the Lord. Am I good? Uh, are we good to go, Pastor Vic? Just... Thumbs up is good. Go on the chat um, and just give us a thumbs up if we're good. I want us to look at another um, series of teachings that we did. Um, we started on the faith, okay? The faith life, living the life of faith. Um, that also came out of a series of instructions that we received um, uh, to raise us. Yeah. So we, we did a couple of, of messages on the faith life. The just shall live by faith. God bless Sister Diola. So we did a couple of teachings on the faith life. And I want one or two people to give us a recap of what you learned from what you took out of those teachings on the faith life and and you know those teachings came very strong and very prophetic also we had a lot of prophetic um experiences when we met at the cave over 
one or two retreats that we had and prophetic instructions that God gave. Some people had dreams about Faith Foundation School. Some people had dreams about us learning Joshua chapter one, which was an affirmation of what we were doing, that this is important. This is an important ingredient that God wants his people to learn. So I want to know what um, one, two, three people um, can share with us as a recap from what you took out of the faith series last year. Okay, Shile, awesome. Please unmute Shile. I had actually looked for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so one major thing that we learned from the faith series last year was that the faith life is an instructed life. It's not, the faith is not a tool to answer our greed or loss, but it is to hear the voice of God and to obey his commandments. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. The faith life is an instructed life. It's a life by which a believer lives by instructions. All right. You want to say something? Yes. Good evening. Good evening. Um, the one thing I, I wanted to share is that faith works by practice. <clears throat> um, every opportunity for our faith to actually match up to what God's word is saying. It's, it's, it's basically us practicing. And the more we practice um, our faith, the, um, I guess it, it just becomes more of, of, of our, our it becomes a lifestyle and, and less of an exception. It becomes a norm. So that's one thing that I remember us saying. Instead, and I remember you saying um, along the lines of, um, apply your faith to even inanimate <laughs> objects. You, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, you, you gave a story about your freezer or some, 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 something happening that just didn't make any sense at, at some point and you used your faith even in those situations. So you were really encouraging everybody to not shrink back, but like face faith um, situations um, boldly and practice. Don't take the easy way out. Um, and I think personally, that really resonated with me since 2020 when I first started kind of gleaning from this ministry. Um, it just, it really resonated with me that now is the time to just practice faith for all things related to, to health and well being and not using the easy way out, like taking this, this pill or that medication as quote unquote benign as they might be. So I think I'll stop there. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a life of practice. Praise God. Yeah, it's, it's a life of practice. Now, we practice to become. Okay, so if we can capture that word in our hearts, we practice to become. Okay, so we're practicing faith so that we can become what God has ordained or written for us to become. So faith is beyond, like Chile said, faith is not name it and grab it. Faith is not for us to satisfy our lost Um Faith is ability to hear God, ability to hear the voice of his word, ability to know what God is saying per time, and the grace to obey it, the grace to live by what God is saying. Um, it's not just only for our 
bodies, physical bodies, those are the beginning trainings of faith. Faith actually is meant to train us and we become masters of the kingdom life, okay? When we become masters of the kingdom life, quite frankly, you won't be falling sick. I, I, I bet you, you won't. Uh, there are many other things that will not be happening to you, but you would be living the faith life. You'll be living that life that God has written and ordained for you to live the spirit life, the life of a spirit man. I mean, a spiritual man, okay? And that's the faith life because the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. So faith is not an external thing. Faith is the life of God that he has put in, inside of us. And our labor is to cause that life to manifest. So that life will change our taste. Okay, let me stop talking. Let me hear someone else, please. <laughs> Someone else, what you took out of out of the faith um, messages, um, I'm expecting to hear one or two people who have had some good tangible experiences with um, this message. So, anyone else, the faith series what you got out of the faith series. Hallelujah. The faith series is the last series we did before we closed. So I'm, I'm meant to believe that the memories are, you know, we have them loaded up there. So I'm not sure why we're not getting, I thought I would, when I mentioned faith, everyone's hands will be up. Anyone else, the faith life, the faith series? Nobody. All right, praise the Lord. <laughs> okay, so, well, not out of the messages, you know, the last meeting we had for year 2022, our last meeting for last year, I hadn't ministered for a while. And then at the last meeting, I showed up and we kind of like took testimonies of how people have been blessed through the things that they've heard, being a part of the ministry, Oh, okay, Sister Foluke, fantastic, yes. So I said there were two, one or two people that um, um, I knew had some things to say. You were one of them, Sister Foluke. So let me read out what she said. She said, prosperity starts from your soul and mind. Labor for true riches that do not perish. You mentioned what I was going to add. I don't know what that is, okay? And then she said, faith is to be obeyed and we have received um the grace to obey faith hallelujah okay so um sister neto is saying that we need refresher course now for your refresher course throughout the holiday i did encourage us last year to spend time listening to the messages because there were no vigils anymore most ministries had shut down um, but of course you don't shut down your christian life because churches have shut down meetings for a little rest. Okay, that's actually the time. I have a sister who takes one day of the week 
to sit down at home, go through her Bible, things she learned. I don't know if she's still doing that right now, but back then, things she learned during the week at the fellowship on Saturday, Sundays were her days of refreshing. So she would pull out her notes, pull out the scriptures, read through them, and make her own notes, fresh notes, and, you know, just to keep herself in tune with what God has been saying. The book of Hebrews chapter two tells us that we must make the most, uh, pay the most earnest heed. Can you see that language? The most earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them sleep. Now, spiritual things are very slippery. My husband will always say, or very fast, you know, and they can disappear quickly. You know what I'm saying? I have made so many, sometimes I make up my mind, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. And then I start it. Two weeks down the road, I would have even forgotten that I promised myself I would, you know, and they are all spiritual things. So um, please go back to Kevadulam messages. I beg you, go back to Kevadulam messages and, and, Go to these archives and listen to these messages afresh. You will be shocked how blessed you would be even if you were in those meetings. You will hear many things you didn't hear while you were in the meeting. Um, I think it was Sister Biola that shared with me on Saturday, she couldn't log on. We had an internet downtime at the Cape for preparing his bride fellowship. And she listened to a message I thought seven or eight years ago, and she was blessed. I thought that message in a church somewhere um, in Houston. And um, she was so blessed. So please go to the archives. That's why we have the archive messages. Um, all the messages on, 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 um, from this uh, ministry, the open book, or the online meetings particularly, our open book messages, what for now messages are all there. Um, please go back and take time and do some fresher courses on those messages. Um, the media team is meant to, give us um, a, 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 a resource, you know, um, app or something, I don't know what to call it, where you can type on faith and all the messages on faith will come out. You can type on life, life in Christ, messages, finances, messages will come out, um, holy living or whatever. You know, we're working on that um, to make it easy for people to research for materials that would help to build up their lives. So, um, take the fresher courses by going back to these messages and listen to them, plug them in on your way to work, plug them in on your way to school run, um, in the house when you're not doing anything, when you're relaxed, when you're sleeping, just keep them playing. Even if you're not paying 100% attention, something God wants to get into your heart will leap at you. Okay. Praise God. Hallelujah. All right, um, Sheila, you wanted to say something. So, oh, Sister Renita's hands are raised. Awesome. Okay, so let's hear Sister Renita. Unmute um, Sister Renita. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Hey, everyone, good evening. Uh, from what I see is, you know, now faith is confidence in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see. So we may have a promise, like even like what Kechi said, I'm just adding to that, you know, we may not see things like the way we want, but we know when we stand in faith, we are going to receive it. 
it's a confidence, you know. Okay. So did you get this from the teachings or you, uh, is this residual knowledge? Is this what you've always known faith to be? Or is it what you gleaned from what we taught? I think I gleaned from what you thought. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. God bless you. All right. Um, so you heard that um, her, her, what she got is ability to stand firm on the word of God over a matter, okay? Ability to put all your trust and confidence in what God's word is saying concerning a matter and you stand on it and push yourself through it, not wavering, not doubting. Praise God. All right, Shile, let's hear you again. Can you unmute Chile? Okay, so I'm going to just steal a little bit from um what Mom Foluke said because I knew it was during um the faith series that we all started to you know say quite often that we are blessed, we are blessed, we are blessed. So um you you had thought that there are two races on the earth, the blessed man and the cursed man. So you touched a little bit on the fatherhood of Abraham. And then you said that, um, then you touched a little bit, cause I know that you also did um, like faith for your finances and all of that. So one of the points that you mentioned that time was that um, the Lord requires us to trust in him for our finances so that we can push our labor into in another direction, which is for the kingdom, right? So when believers are heavenly minded, um, the Lord's desire is to like exchange our burdens. So the things that could distract us, that could keep us grounded on the earth, he wants to handle those things so that we won't have any reason why we're not pursuing after the kingdom. That's where the ministry of angels come in. Then also, even with our finances, you also mentioned about our link to Abraham and how just because of that blessedness, then that's when we began to talk about Deuteronomy 28, that those things are just fruit of our DNA. So it was just to encourage us to know that we carry blessedness inside of us. So that was another um, part of the teaching. Awesome. Praise the Lord. The portion of the blessing, the blessed, you know, the man that is called blessed, who is a blessed man? What makes you different from the man your neighbor who is not saved. The Bible says that God would has blessed us above all the peoples of the earth, all the nations of the earth. He has put us above all of them and he has blessed us above them. So what is it that makes you different? What is it that has made you distinctive, uh, peculiar in the eyes of God and um, you have been marked to be blessed because of your DNA, because of the life that you have inherited in God and what gave you access to that life is forgiveness of sins, okay? In your record, there is no sin. In your record, your sins have been blotted away. Your iniquities have been taken away. God has removed them far away from you forever, for all eternity, except you go bring them back yourself. Okay, and none of us here would do that in Jesus' name. Amen. So we stand on the earth blessed because we look at us, we are a people without condemnation, um, we're a people without accusations. We're a people that are guilt-free. Why? Because we didn't do wrong? No, but because Jesus has forgiven us our sins, washed us, 
and then engrafted us into the tree of God, into the family tree and the family genealogy of the Most High God. Hallelujah. And the tree, the family genealogy of God upon the earth erupted from a man called Abraham. So all the faith people on the earth have been, have had their life, you know, uh, attached to the life of Abraham. Abraham is that trunk where all the blessings are coming out from. Jesus said, I am the, I am the, I am the uh, tree and you are the what? The branches, right? Am I correct? Yes. You are the branches. So the branches feed off of what is on the trunk of the tree. And that's what God did with Abraham. As far as the blessing, as far as the provision under the sun is concerned, God gave all of those blessings to Abraham. And not just that alone, the blessings of the spirits fathering our Lord Jesus Christ on the earth was given to Abraham. And so we have become children of Abraham and the covenant and the oath that God swore with Abraham is that he will bless anyone who is Abraham's seed. And God had to bring the Gentiles into that covenant through our Lord Jesus Christ. So we too have become partakers, inheritors, participators of that covenant. So someone is asking, so why, am, why is my life going the way it's going? Because of lack of knowledge because of lack of knowledge, because of lack of knowledge, one, now pay attention to what I'm saying now, because of lack of knowledge, one, and then two, because of lack of strength. So sometimes we know some things, but we lack the strength to fight. I remember one of my sister's friends, um, long time ago during the time of AIDS, she was diagnosed with AIDS. Somehow that disease, even though you contact it physically, but it looked like her own attack was also spiritual, she fought it so hard. You know, stood her ground, fought, fought, fought. She won that battle, got married, had beautiful children. Now, I heard that another friend of hers um, got sick of one of these terminal diseases. I'm not sure what it was then, whether it was cancer or something else. And there was something the lady said, said, I don't have the kind of fighting spirit this other friend has, I can't fight, and she died. So why did she die? Because God's word doesn't work? No, because she lacked the fighting spirit. She lacked the fighting spirit. Praise God. The Bible says that he giveth power to the faint, and he gives strength to the weak, to them that have no might. He increases strength. The things of God are never passively received. There's no passivity. I don't know if that English is correct. I'm not a very good um, English student. But permit me to coin my own words when I'm preaching. <laughs> Hallelujah. So I, uh, um, you will never receive from God if you're passive. You will never. Faith is an active the life we've been called to live is active. It's a life of interaction. We must talk to God daily. We must interact with him daily. We must fellowship with the word of God daily. We must address Satan when we see him. We must speak into our lives. There is a speaking life, okay? Viola, we say, is a speaking life. I think there's something I saw in her house um, about, about speaking or some things she, 
She's teaching her children about talking, confessing God's words, making declarations daily. That's our life. It's not a life of, um, it's not a life of, yes, there's a place for meditation and there's a place for thoughts, okay? But while you are on the journey, faith coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So you hear and you hear and you hear by talking to yourself. You hear by talking to yourself. You hear better when you speak to yourself. Do you know that? You hear better when you instruct yourself than when someone else is instructing you. You take corrections from yourself better than when someone else is correcting you. So David spoke to himself. He spoke to his soul. Oh, my soul, do not be cast down. Do not be discouraged. Trust thou in God. Hope thou in God. He trusted him. He, he spoke to himself. Uh, God told us in the book of Joshua, God instructed Joshua. He says, this book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth. He didn't say out of your mind. He didn't say out of your heart. He said out of your mouth. Now, you know, we are Jewish people in this community. Our senior pastor is a Jewish man in the flesh, praise God. Now, in the Jewish culture and tradition, the, the, the word that the instruction they live by is meditation, to meditate. That's the culture of the traditional Jew who is, you know, um, a, faith, a faith community in the Jewish land, even till today. When they go to the temple, what they go to the temple to do is to confess God's word, to mutter. If you go to the walls, you will see them. When they are there, they are muttering. They are talking, 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 talking. That's a culture, a spiritual culture that was handed down to them. And it's not only for believers. That's why the Bible speaks against divinations, incantations, enchantments, chanting, spells. Those things come from words. So you can't afford to be silent. You can't afford to not talk. Uh, I remember a sister of ours last year, she wrestled for her life so, so much. And that day when she, those things, when they come against and they would usually come at night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. at night, the attacks will come. And Satan will tell her, don't, don't move, don't say anything, don't talk. Use the small energy you have to keep yourself. <laughs> That is a liar and a bastard. <laughs> you tell her, don't talk. Don't, don't, don't say anything. Just use this little energy you have. You know, use it and, and she would say no. She's going to talk. She's going to fight. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities. Our wrestling is not with cutlasses, it's not with knives, it's not with AK-47. It's not physical, it's not with our fists. I wrestle is with him, between here and here. The sword of the spirit comes from the mouth. The sword of the spirit is not in our hands. When you see Jesus in the book of Revelations riding on a horse with a double-edged sword coming out of his mouth, his tongue is a double-edged sword. That's the word of God, double-edged. Praise God. Hallelujah. Okay, I'd like to take for one or two people um, what has blessed you um, so far or what you applied during the holiday. Someone sent me a text. Let me see if she's here. 
She said, something happened to me during the holiday and I applied what you taught me, what you taught us, or what you taught me. And I got the victory. And another challenge has shown up and she wants to know what to do. It is critical that a believer must know what to do when the enemy shows up, if he does show up. Hallelujah. So I want to know, I want to take one or two testimonies from anyone, you know, just what you, how you lived this period or for this season, the things that you have applied and um, how you have grown um, in the things of God. Then we'll share briefly on what we're going to be looking at, you know, um, going forward into 2023. So anyone, yes, I know that every, almost everyone here has an experience. So I shouldn't even be asking for who was blessed or what happened. So someone quickly. Yes, Kechi. Awesome. Go ahead. Please unmute Kechi. Hi, Mama. Hi, everyone. Good evening. Good evening. So you were talking about faith, but I was a bit... Um, slow to talk about it so last year i had to apply fit um my dad was diagnosed with cancer like i told you and i sent you a message i sent Auntie barbara a message that i wanted the result reversed so i didn't know that faith is actually a warfare so once you're trying to apply faith, the devil comes and tells you exactly what um comes to tell you the opposite of what you're doing so I kept praying with my dad. I noticed that I couldn't sleep. I started feeling some things that I felt he wasn't telling me. And I asked, her, you know, just go ask my sister, does daddy feel this way? She said, I complained yesterday. So I started praying and I started applying faith. And I said, your um, surgery would be overturned. No, your surgery will go on successfully, but your diagnosis will be overturned. I tell you, we prayed. Um, I prayed, I told God who he was to me. Um, this is my earthly vessel from whom I have come. Is our flesh that you use, Lord, to, to show your miracle on the earth. Through this, you would bring forth the faith that we've always asked you for. We don't understand. So we're going to experience it at this time. The, the surgery took five hours to take out the whole portion that was cancerous. They said, oh, they had to take, in, um, take him in again for another. And my dad's BP just went up. So I spoke mm. to his heart because I'm away. I spoke to his mm. heart and I held on to it. I didn't realize I was only sleeping for three hours. And I kid you mm. not, to God be the glory, to God be the glory and what we have learned all through. It comment by hearing and hearing the word of God. And it was true. And like Antifoluke said, uh, um, someone said, we apply it. So... The story is my dad came back the, when they did the um, pathological um, reading, his histology, he came back and said that the tissue now around that place, there was no, no longer any cancer. And he's so um, bold now and very excited to tell people, do you know I'm cancer free? I said, oh, Hallelujah. wow. And that was great. Thank you. God. Hallelujah. Ooh, glory to God. Awesome. Yes, that's amazing. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Jesus. We're grateful to God. Hallelujah. All right, that's, a, that's an exploit of faith right there. So anyone else you want to share? Um, it doesn't have to be healing, spiritual growth, light, courage, joy, you know, um, taking you out from a place of, okay, Sister Lovina, yeah. open book we had in 2022 i felt like just use that particular uh, open book to i mean i had pain i had this very bad pain inside my breast and the other side of the breast they moved to my back it was just moving around and so when my mom came on and she started speaking i mean uh, teaching and let's say teaching and praying at the same time i was like god this is me this is what i should be doing and I just head on to that um, that thing while you were talking that day, and I, I knew like God was just using that particular. I sure I was just telling myself, this is for me, this is for me. So I just head on to that, and I was like, I was I was not going to uh, uh, visit any hospital because definitely when I visit, I will definitely get a report. So I just stood on even all from. 16th of December, all to after Christmas, I was still in trouble. I fused my head to, to succumb uh, to succumb to that that pain. I kept head on to God's word. I kept speaking God's word, applying the blood of Jesus, and the devil kept trying to suggest that I may have opened the door through this, through that, and then I just got this remark from God that even if I had opened any doors. Uh, to the enemy that I should apply the blood on that door and that door will be shut. So I just, you know, kept on. I could just imagine how you were, you know, the intensity with which you were teaching that day. And then that thing just refire me. <laughs> and I just continued in that. Before you know it, that pain just fizzled out. I didn't feel that pain again. And I just that in the when we had that crossover, you know, I especially sent a message and I said thank you, ma. In short, that was the the uh, like the final um, the final thing that the that just made the enemy to just completely lose the battle over my life because even then I had a dream and I like I saw two strange objects in my breast. So the devil like, well, he's already confirmed. You even had the dream, you know you. Your dreams usually come to pass. So I just kept, you know, kept at speaking God's word, and that mountain came down. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. This is this is beautiful. This is awesome. Um, <laughs> this is this is just glorious. Now, what is exciting me is not that. You know, oh, that you prayed or Pastor Francis prayed. And then something disappeared, you know, the, 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 um, um, the demonstration of the gifts of the spirits, gifts of healings. Now, while those are good, but what is exciting me is the labor of faith, okay? People are receiving the word and taking the word and going to labor with the word of God by themselves. 
Praise God. Now, what you labor to get by yourself in the spirit is a training. God is training you. Your life is being trained. Your spiritual life is being trained. Your spiritual muscles are being strengthened. And honestly, I dare tell you that almost everyone on this platform has those testimonies of laboring over their lives, laboring over one thing or the other with God's word and, you know, getting the result. Unfortunately, we're not a ministry that, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're not advertising the ministry through testimonies. Um, that's, not the, that's not the focus, okay? The focus is for us to inherit the nature of God, the nature of Christ. It's the focus is for us to run, understand the journey that we have been called to, to, to run. But of course, it is exciting to see that when Satan wants to stop you, because the reason why Satan brings poverty, brings sicknesses, brings diseases, brings all kinds of things, is to stop you on that journey. It's to stop you on that journey. He's particularly not interested in your car, okay? As it were, Satan doesn't ride cars. Have you ever seen a demon riding cars? No. They just ex display their nature, which is wickedness, to, to discourage people, to slow people down, to distract people, to turn them into another direction so that they will not fulfill what God has ordained for them to fulfill. Satan is an enemy of your destiny, an enemy of the things that God has written concerning you. But faith will push you over. The life of God inside of you, the force of that life, the glory of that life, the power of that life, the manifestation of that life will push you over. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So I'm particularly grateful that people are giving themselves to, you know, exercising, laboring with God's word, laboring with what they have heard, not running off to meet this man of God or meet this woman of God. This one pray for me. This one lay hands on me. And when the person lays hands on you and nothing happens, you get discouraged. And uh, before you know it, you've enlisted yourself into this long um this uh, um, record of one <laughs> thing or the other that is not our portion. Hallelujah. So I'm particularly excited. I want to take one testimony, someone that will share with me your spiritual journey um, so far through the things you've learned or gleaned from learned. Your stability. There was a storm all, and I spoke to the storm to steal as I had to attend church in the morning. An hour before I left for church, it was clear blue skies. Those, those ones are very exciting when we begin to touch and tamper with, <laughs> with, with weather. That's right. That's, that's a sign of manifestation of sonship. We're coming close to sonship. Praise the Lord. Sister Rhoda said, me too. Hallelujah. I shared with you guys a testimony of one of our sisters. I will never pass up the chance. Let me see that. I'll never pass up the chance to thank and praise God for using my matrimonial leave to put me in the position to be with God and his word constantly. Hallelujah. It completely cleared my foggy and tired mind. Mm, that's, that's awesome. I was so confused and conflicted in my soul 
about what I ought to be doing. In just a few short weeks, I have perfect clarity of my path and purpose going forward. I resumed work and have been anchored by the knowledge and routines I established as a result of being here. That is being in this ministry or being a part of what God is doing here. Hallelujah. I've also been covered in prayer by Sister Rhoda, Renita, um, Omar B, and others. Therefore, I am no longer overwhelmed. I'm meditating all day on the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. My family and I have never been this bumped to face the future. Hallelujah. God used his word, your teachings, and everyone in this circle to set me straight. Ooh, glory to God. Please, can we just, you know, give thanks to God for, this is awesome. This is just a whole family, a whole path, you know, turned around to the glory of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Sister Rhoda said, we pray that it will not snow in the middle of December. And I dare say it did not snow. Hallelujah. December 29th to 31st was like spring here in North Carolina. Awesome. That was during the retreat, right? When you guys had the retreat, right? If I'm, if I'm right, right? Yes. Hallelujah. Very soon, we're all going to be headed to North Carolina for our North American retreat. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The brethren in the U.S. had a retreat this December, um, we decided to keep it quiet and um, just allow them to anchor it. It was so glorious, so beautiful. They had all kinds of encounters, the times of refreshing. And I think I dare say they were still, uh, they are still um, um, enjoying what came out of that um, retreat. It was so beautiful. Angels were caught on camera. Angels were caught on camera. Small meeting. Angels were caught on camera. Praise the Lord. They went to North Carolina to uh, one portion of the earth that the portals are still open because of what God did there more than 100 years ago. Um, my husband, let me see. My husband saw one at the back of his eyes too. Come on. That's an angel. Her husband saw one angel at the back of his eyes. So those are the things that happened at that retreat at North Carolina. Next year, how many people will go to North Carolina for Christmas? Start now to begin to apply for your visas. Get your paperwork ready. Let's go and see what God is doing there. Carry me there, Lord. Amen. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Can we just give thanks to God? I want us to pray. And just thank God for what God is doing in your life. Thank him for bringing you to this ministry. Thank him for what God is doing here with us. I want you to pray for the leadership of this ministry. I want you to pray that we will not lose focus, that we will not be distracted. I want you to pray that God will keep us and preserve us. Hallelujah. I want you to pray that God will strengthen us, strengthen the, um, um, the set man of the house and give him vision and direction, clearly make it clear so that God's people will be led aright, praise God. I also believe that in this year, 2023, we're going to expand. We're going to expand. There's going to be increase. 
not just incre we're not increasing basically increasing our activities no but we're going to be increasing in number there's going to be an inflow of more god is going to send us more people to train this is a place where leadership where you are built up for true spiritual leadership okay not church attendance that's not what i'm saying not religious dedication that's not what i'm saying i'm talking about having a tangible organic relationship with the spirit of god that is full of the power of god hallelujah so i want to just thank god I'm, I, I'm i'm praying as i'm speaking and i just want you to join me just open your mouth where you are lift up your hands where you are and just thank the lord thank god for all of these testimonies i'm so sure many 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 people if i dare say everyone that has been consistent from their hearts you have things to say, things to share, what God has done, the place where God has brought you into your work with God, the increase of your work, the increase of your strength, understanding of scriptures, giftings that have erupted. Some people's gifts are just screaming and shouting it's so loud. You know, I'm almost jealous. I'm like, Lord, what is going on? Hallelujah. Everyone is expressing Christ to the degree of the measure that they have received. Can we just thank the Lord? I just want us to thank God. You can unmute if you want to. We can hear ourselves and just, you know, one voice, the sound of many waters. I love that. I love the voice of brethren all speaking together and no one knows what the other person is saying, but we're all talking to God. Is the voice of God. The voice of God's people is actually the voice of God. I love it. So if you can unmute and let's just, you know, release sound to God. Father, we just thank you. We exalt you. Father, we are grateful. We are thankful. Father, Thank you. 
Thank you for the walk of faith with power. The walk of faith with power. The walk of faith with power. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Lord, that we'll make ourselves available for the cutting up of the flesh, for circumcision of our heart, for us to give up the things that are besetting us, pleasures that are besetting us, desires that are besetting us, spiritual blindness, we command eyes to open in the name of Jesus we thank you for surrounding everyone with your fire, with your goodness, with your, with your power, with your glory, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Oh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Awesome. So um, next month, February, we'll meet again next week. Um, please be on the lookout for um, the times that we're, we're going to be having retreats. Our conference, the first conference we have into the new year is February, February the 3rd. Francis, can you put that on the screen for us to see the time? Days is starting. Um, and then we're starting corporate fasting on the 21st of January. We'll start um, praying and fasting. We'll start fasting. I have been fasting. Praise God. I'm sure many people have been fasting, but now we want to do something um, corporate together. Um, Hallelujah. Sorry, that was the internet. If you're already in a fasting program, um, we're praying to it's the same God, so continue with what you're doing, okay? Um, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Um, we also want you to be on lookout for our kingdom praying uh, meetings for kingdom people. <laughs> um, we're we're going to take it more seriously this year. And please look out for the announcements and join us again next week, Tuesday. Please invite more people. I want this platform to reach people. Okay, and I believe that this year there's going to be, we're going to reach people. Okay, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Let's pray and close. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for a beautiful time we've had this evening with one another. Thank you for the fellowship of the Spirit. Thank you for your love. Thank you for visiting us throughout this holiday. We just went to people's homes. 
you taught us what to do, you gave power and authority into the hands of your people, demonstrating what they've been hearing, what they've been learning. We have not labored in vain. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for life that were saved. Thank you for sicknesses that were healed. Thank you for diseases that threatened but never showed up. Thank you, Father, for husbands that you kept, for wives that you kept, for children you saved. Father, we say thank you, Lord. We bless your name. We glorify you. Lord, we have resumed into a new season, another season, oh God. A season is season. Father, thank you for what you have for us in this season. Thank you for the things you have put down for us to learn. Lord, I ask that you open our hearts to hear exactly what you want us to learn Amen. so that we're properly established in the faith. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. Praise the Lord. Thank you everyone Amen. for joining. We share the grace of God together in fellowship. Please so called Let's share the grace. Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank, Thank you, Mama. Thank you. Well, have a good night. Good night, Mama. Good night, Mama. Good night, Mama. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Good night. Hallelujah. <laughs>